coming up in today's episode. And in the story, Trudy the tortoise is with two of her friends, negative Nikki and positive Pam. But Robert and Kira, it's an aha moment for kids when they realize that positive Pam and negative Nikki live right up here in their mind. Welcome to episode 104 of Enter the Mind podcast, the most real talk, no nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. In today's episode, we are interviewing Renee Thornborough, founder of Adventures in Wisdom. And Kira and I are very excited for this Adventures in Wisdom. I understand trains people to be life coaches for children. So Renee, tell us uh, how this started and, and what it's about. Well, I'd love to. I mean, the seed was planted many years ago when I discovered the whole world of personal development mindset training right out of college. And I remember thinking to myself, why didn't I learn this when I was a kid? You know, it didn't make any sense to me that the thoughts, you know, that it, all of our thoughts that really shape who we are, and what we think is possible for our lives are formed when we're really young. And yet the life coaching world all focuses on grownups. And I knew that when I had children, I wanted them to learn this. But when I, my kids came along, this was about 20 years ago, um, I couldn't find anything out there to help me teach them these skills. And I started working with them and sometimes it seemed a little lecture or boring and I didn't want them rolling their eyes every time I opened my mouth. So I started writing stories yeah. and that was really when the magic happened because they totally got the concepts. They, of course, they love the stories. And from there, I just, this vision grew to bring this work to children. And at this time I had a very successful corporate career. I was vice president of marketing for a company here in Austin, um, loved what I did, making great income, but I was really pulled to bring this type of work to children. And as far as certifying coaches, that happened quite by accident because I started out with the curriculum, the story-based curriculum for parents to use. And then I had counselors, therapists, life coaches, social workers, educators coming to me wanting to use it in their work. And I'm like, well, that's a great idea because I knew that they could reach children I would never be able to reach. And here we are almost 10 years later, we have country, hundreds of coaches in over 30 countries who are using this work with kids. So it really is amazing. Well, I'm going to cry. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so honored that so many people are, are using our work to empower children. And the results they're getting with children are amazing because, you know, Kira and, and Robert, children's mental health is in a crisis state right now. I mean, it was declared a national emergency by three major pediatric organizations just last year, U.S. Surgeon General, same thing. They're asking for new solutions. And this is a solution that most people aren't even aware of, because if you look at the mental health continuum, we really, you have life coaching that falls on one side, that's mental wellness side. And then you have the mental illness side, which is where the counselors and therapists really focus. And we're really supporting children with prevention supporting them in developing resilience and coping skills, how to proactively develop self-esteem and self-confidence, learning how to, to achieve goals you know, the, in the brain science of achievement, because whenever we're achieving and striving towards something and we feel more purpose in our lives, it, it helps us feel more fulfilled. So we're really working on getting the word out that life coaching for kids is a very important part of the mental health continuum so that parents know that this is a solution for their children. Wow. It's funny. I've been reading um, the storytelling animal or the art of storytelling lately and yeah. really opened my mind to like really how well people grasp stories. So when I read 
a profile yeah. that you use storytelling as a way of getting inside their mind in a healthy way. Oh, I was like, this is, this is so true. It's so gold. Yeah. Well, Carrie, there's several reasons for that. And, you know, we use stories because coaching children is so much different than coaching adults. The coaching model for adults heavily relies on a questioning process because the adults have the answers inside of them, et cetera, et cetera. Well, children don't have the brain development that adults have. So their critical lobes, the critical thinking skills and the frontal lobes aren't fully developed. So that's why we use stories, because it helps lay this foundation of knowledge so that children can see challenges that characters in the stories are facing, how mindset skills are used to address those challenges, and then how they can be empowered. Because our coaches don't just share a story. We have discussion questions that they can really engage the child and help them apply it to their own lives. We have activities, a lot of more art projects, so that they have a multi-century experience with applying these skills to their lives. And they have some kind of what we call memory marker to take home with them so they remember the skills. So it, it, storytelling is so powerful. And we remember it because it engages multiple centers of our brain. You know, whenever we hear facts, it's the intellectual center of our brain that turns words into meaning that's engaged. But when we have a story, it's the intellectual center, the physiological, because we feel something in our body and the emotional center. So because more of our brain is involved, it creates greater memories around the experience. So the, the story itself, the lessons from the story as well. It's a very powerful way to work with kids. And what age groups exactly are we talking about? Yeah. So when I wrote the curriculum, I was really targeting grades or ages six through 12. I wanted to reach kids elementary, middle school, because there was nothing out there for this age group at all. And that's also the age group, especially elementary school, kids start having some of those social challenges. Maybe they're not invited to the birthday party or maybe they start getting grades for the first time and not maybe not making the best grades or they stand out from classmates and they start getting teased or you know, they're trying out for a baseball team and they don't make the team. I mean, it's when they really are starting to face a lot of life's challenges. And it's a great opportunity while they're so young to help them to develop an empowered mindset so they can navigate those ups and downs of growing up. Could you tell us your favorite story that you've developed for kids? Uh, obviously, we don't have time to tell the whole story from beginning to end, but like oh, sure. just so I get yeah. a rough idea of what, what does this story sound like? Oh, absolutely. And our curriculum, we, we teach 27 mindset skills, each one through a coaching story and process. One of my favorites is the story on po developing positive self-talk. And the reason for that, Robert, is because it's such a critical skill for all kids and adults to know, because it directly shapes our confidence, our self-esteem, what we think is possible for our lives, you know, what we achieve, even, even our happiness. So the way we teach this, the story, it's called Choosing Your BFF, or Best Friend Forever. And in the story, Trudy the Tortoise is with two of her friends, Negative Nikki and Positive Pam. And, you know, Positive Pam, of course, is really talking nice to her, but Negative Nikki, not quite so nice. And it doesn't take long at all for kids to realize which friend they want to be around. But Robert and Kira, it's an aha moment for kids when they realize that positive Pam and negative Nikki live right up here in their mind and that they get to choose which friend they're going to listen to and they get to be their own best friend. And so the skill book teaches the concept of self-talk, but also teaches kids how to identify and shift negative self-talk and then how to proactively create 
positive self-talk because we want to build those neural pathways in their mind around positive self-talk because so that that becomes their habit and their normal way of thinking. By the way, this is a story that we give away for free on our website because we want everyone to experience the power of coaching kids with stories and self-talk is such a critical skill. I want every child to have it. Now, I do have a question. So yes. what sorts of things do you experience with children when you're helping them move through their emotions? You know, are some kids kind of like, mm, and other kids are like, I'm ready for it. Tell me about it. Yeah, all kids are, all kids are different. Okay. <laughs> and so it's really important for our coaches to first, just like any coaching relationship, to build rapport, you know, to build rapport with the child, understand you know, what is it that child really likes, engage in what, in that, whether it's a, you know, Mickey Mouse or playing baseball or whatever to integrate that in and, and get to know the child and then create that emotionally safe space as well. So it really is about that rapport with children. Sometimes our coaches get it right away. Other times it can take a couple sessions. They might need to go outside and toss the ball around or go for a little walk. I mean, our, if they're coaching in person, some of our coaches coach online as well. But it's, you know, it's some are, like I said, some is real quick. Others, it takes a little bit more time to build that rapport. Is this one-on-one -on -one coaching? Well, what's amazing is that our coaches actually coach one-on-one -on -one in small groups and they run workshops. So of course, workshops is more of a, a training model, right? So we're introducing children to mindset skills. We're teaching them mindset skills. When you get into small groups and one-on-one -on -one coaching, you're getting to know that child more and the situations that they might be facing, the challenges and really supporting them in using mindset skills to shift their thinking, make new decisions, take new actions to support them in being more empowered with whatever situation they're facing or whatever goal they might want to achieve. Now, have you ever tried getting your programs into schools? I think that you said that earlier, but are schools like for this? Yeah. So Great question. We have not tried to get our curriculum into schools. That is a whole different animal. I mean, there's a whole industry around creating curriculum for schools or curriculum for schools and getting it in. Our coaches are independent business owners. They come from a variety of different backgrounds. Some of our educators will bring our work into their school. We even have some school counselors that use our, our work in school. But the vast majority have a side business where they're helping kids outside of the, the classroom, you know, side business. Some are using our work at for uh, after retirement or in plans of retirement, and then some transition to a new career. You know, the teachers have really been through a hard time over the last couple of years. A lot of them are still wanting to work with children, but are wanting to have a little bit more flexibility and you know, um, uh, fewer hours and more control over their work environment. So we've seen a lot of educators come in recently as well. That makes sense. So if I'm a parent listening to this episode, I'm thinking there's maybe two options. One idea I would have is, okay, I'm going to go get this free story and read it to my kid and see what happens. Um, I'm sure you would support that. And then the other uh, option is I would be wondering if you've got hundreds of these coaches, mm -hmm. maybe there's one in my area or virtual sessions are, are also possible. So maybe I can connect my child to, one of these coaches virtually. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say to a parent in that situation? 
Well, you just used the magic words, connect with a coach. <laughs> when someone goes to our website, adventuresandwisdom.com, there's a tab up top that says for parents. And we have an option there called connect with a coach where a parent can complete a form. Tell us a little bit about the child or children, the age, maybe the situation, if there's anything special that we need to know about. And then we get that in front of our coaches who are participating in that program, who have availability for coaching. They look to see if they're a good fit. And if so, they reach out to that parent. So then it's between the parent and the coach to decide whether they are going to be a good fit and to work together. So that's that's the best way for a parent to be able to find a coach. I mean, we do have our directory, uh, but we have so many coaches in there. It takes a little bit more time to kind of go through it. And you don't know whose practice is filled up right now. So connect with the coach is really a great way to um, quickly let people know, hey, I'm thinking about having, hiring a coach for my child. Here's what I'm looking for. What are the results like? I am blown away with the results that our coaches have been getting. I mean, we've been doing this for almost 10 years. We've got all kinds of success stories on our website and videos, et cetera, et cetera. But I can share you know, a couple of, of, of different you know, situations that coaches have helped with. Um, one a little boy named Tyler, he would sit up and he was lived in a high rise apartment building and he would sit up in the window and watch all the boys playing outside. And he just didn't have any self-esteem or confidence, was scared to go introduce himself to the boys and and would have trouble making eye contact with grownups. And so parents hired one of our coaches to work with Tyler and one of the, so worked with them on self-esteem and self-confidence. And as part of self-confidence, one of the things we do with children is we have them work on stretches. You have to stretch outside of the comfort zone. And one of his assignments was to go to a coffee shop and introduce himself to some people in the coffee shop and find out more about them. You ask them like three questions. In fact, we actually have a picture of Tyler in the middle of his stretch on our website. It really is cool. But he just thrived with that. And what was so amazing is after that, he started putting himself on his own stretches to really work on stretching outside of his comfort zone. And he wound up asking little boys if he could play too. And so had a new playmates. And it was just really a wonderful, wonderful story. And, you know, it just, that's all we want as parents. We want our kids to come home happy from school. We want them to have friends. We want them to feel accomplishing what they're doing, whether it's you know art or acting or baseball or that's what we want for our kids. And to see our kids believe in themselves, love themselves, feel like they belong, have the courage to go ask other kids to play. I mean, that's just, that's what we want as parents. And it just, I love those kinds of stories. And we have just story after story after story of our coaches helping Children move through fear, moving through anxiety, moving through, you know, mild anxiety, not severe depression, but mild anxiety, um, you know, dealing with respect, taking care of their own homework, you know, things that are battles in every home around the world, pretty much for, when it comes to kids. So they really are having an amazing impact on children. And it transforms the whole family because when something is going on with your kid, it's going to impact you and the whole environment, too. Yeah, that's a great example of going to the coffee shop to introduce yourself. Oh, and how old was that child? That's what I, was I think he was he was nine or ten. He was either nine or ten. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The networking, I like it. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it really helped that's him build his confidence. Yeah. It's great because if you think about like if he didn't do that exercise, how many years 
would he carry with him this false idea that I can't go talk to people or I can't Absolutely. start a conversation with a stranger. It could yeah. take some people don't handle that till they're 25 or 30. If even then, Robert, I mean, that's what's so powerful about this work. Mindset skills are for everyone, for children, teenagers, grownups, even seniors, where it's never too late to learn about the power of our mind and the brain science behind mindset skills and how this works and to live a more empowered life. I mean, like I said, when I discovered this out of college, I was like, where have you been all my life? You know, I can't, I, I can't believe, you know, why did I learn this when I was a kid? And it's like, I wanted my kids to learn this. I wanted other kids to learn this. And, and here we are barely scratching the surface, which is why we're working on spreading the word. So parents know that there's solutions for the kids. You know, most parents, when they see their child struggle, whether it's shyness or confidence or whatever the situation might be, they think they need to find a counselor. Mm. But as I was explaining on the mental health continuum, there's so many challenges that children struggle with or face that coaches can help with. And of course, if it starts getting outside of a coach's skill set, then we refer over to a counselor. It's not unusual for if there's a child who's really struggling for the coach to be part of the team. And parents are always involved. You know, coaches never take the place of parents. They're always part of that team there to really empower that child to be who he and she, they were meant to be in the world. Yes. Now I have another question. So something that I find um, interesting about almost every human in the world is that most children who grow up with like, kind of like that fear of talking to people or, you know, things like that, they are very, very smart. So have you realized that like most of the children that you work with are like really, really smart? I haven't seen that correlation at all. I think all children are smart. They're smart in different ways. You know, there's a fabulous book by, I think it was David Gardner. It's The Seven Types of Intelligences. And it talks about the different way children and all people are gifted in our different intelligences. School only really focuses on two of them, math and words or languaging. But we have art, we have people skills, we have music, we have um, physical and athletic. I mean, these are ways that children are very smart, other ways than just math and, and language, which is what our school systems are measuring everybody by. That's what I find is that the children who have the most trouble when they're younger is because they're so smart and they're not taught how to use that smartness. They're not taught how to feed that passion and express it. Um, so yeah, I think it's really beautiful um, what you're doing for their minds so that way they can grow up and live that empowered life. We believe that all children get to see that magnificence inside of themselves and own that for who they are. You know, one of our skill books is about honoring your uniqueness and the uniqueness of others. And it's just so critical because so different and we bring different things to the world and we get to honor that and of course we have like i said a whole skill book story questions activities around that as well because it's so important for each child for each grown-up for all of us to to recognize that inside of ourselves sounds like this would benefit pretty much every kid out there is there a specific type of kid that would benefit the most from this or 
do you say it's for everybody? It it really is for it is for all children. Um, the when whenever our coach starts working with a child, we have an intake process with both the parent and with the child because what we don't want to have happen is a parent to come and say, "My kid's doing this, this, and this. Fix them." You know, that's not what coaching is all about. So we have an intake process. So the child is involved in that and helping determine what it is that they're wanting to focus on. And it's not coaching isn't just for children who are struggling with something. It's also for children who want to achieve a goal. You know, we have a one of the case studies on our website about, oh, boy, I think his name was Timothy. We always change the names in the, in the case studies. but I think we use the, the word the name Timothy. And his goal was to make the all-star team, which he did, which was really exciting. But what happened was right away, he entered a slump because he put so much pressure on himself now that he was on an all-star team and he entered a, a hitting slump. And so our coach worked with him on visualizing the entire batting process on affirmations. And what was so amazing is the first game after they'd worked together, he hit an out of the park home run, first one he had ever hit. So it really was amazing. So, it's, you know, it's about accomplishment. It's about being who are meant to be in the world, as well as if we're struggling in an area, getting some support in, in facing that situation and being more empowered in our lives. There are a few children that come to mind that maybe like wouldn't find this cool and like wouldn't want to like get into it. So mm -hmm. do you ever have parents who would maybe want that for their child, but their child is kind of like, no? Some of our coaches have had situations where a child just was resistant. I mean, we always work on the building rapport. You can't make someone get coached, right? Yeah. <laughs> coaching is something you have to want. <laughs> and part of it is really helping them see what coaching is going to do for them. It's, you know, kids love the idea that they're learning brain science, that they're learning things that most grown-ups don't even know. Okay. It, they love that. It's going to give them their superpowers in life. They love that. But, you know, if it's not working out, if the coaching situation is not working out, they won't move forward. You, I mean, you can't force someone to, to do something, but yeah. it's very rare that that happens. It really is about supporting the child and understanding the benefits of coaching and engaging them in the process so that you understand what is it they're wanting for their lives mm -hmm. and what do they want to achieve. That's That's what I think I like the most, um, really allowing kids to, like, express that passion because I feel like in school you don't really get that so outside of school when they have mm -hmm. your coaches they can really express like well kind of want to be a ballerina or you know something like that so yeah that's wonderful absolutely how can people go find this free story that you have well we invite you to go to our website it's adventures in wisdom so adventures in wisdom.com up at the top you'll see a tab that says free story just complete the form there. It'll be in your inbox. If you download it today, you can have story time tonight. Um, you know, just enjoy and work on that skill of developing positive self-talk. It's so powerful for kids and us grown-ups too. Robert and I That's love great. positive self-talk, so we're with you. <laughs> I do too. So. I do too. Yeah, and we also have a tab there for parents. You know, for parents to look, to find a coach, connect with the coach as we talked about earlier, as well as uh, for coaches. If someone's listening who's interested in possibly becoming a, a children's coach, wanting stories to coach kids, that's there as well. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Great resources there. Uh, anything else that you would want people to go look for or just start with that? You know, 
just remember the life coaching is not just for grown-ups. It is a game changer for our kids when they learn how to use the power of their thoughts, the power of their mind to create happiness, confidence, self-esteem. I appreciate the opportunity to be here and help spread the word because we are making a difference. And you know, the more people who know about this, the more parents who know there's support out there for the children, the you know, we're trying to change the world here, one child at a time, one story at a time. Yeah, definitely. Such a great cause. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And we'll see everybody in next week's episode. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Kira. I appreciate it. Did you find at least one gold nugget in today's episode? Then please like and subscribe and share it with a friend. And finally, if you're looking for a community of like-minded people, join our free Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash enter the mind.